So you all know me as Mr. Clean. If you look at my Instagram picture, look at my TikTok profile, you'll see the Mr. Clean image. In fact, that's really crazy. You see this right here? This is the reason why I have this hoop earring is because I'm really playing the whole Mr. Clean thing. And if you look at that image, and by the way, can we just put the image of me being Mr. Clean up right here? It's pretty fucking hilarious if you're gonna ask me. And um, I just wanna talk about that because it's really important for you to see who I am, right? If anybody pulls me up on Instagram, they know, oh my God, this guy's verified, but wait, he's a cartoon? Why is he a, excuse me, is Niall a cartoon? Is he Mr. Clean? Well, let, let's just let's just debrief a little bit about that. Before we get into it, wait, ugh, I forgot about this. You're gonna have to hit the like button. Let's do the notification bell too. That's gonna let you know when new videos drop. And if you wouldn't mind, hit that like button. I don't know where it is. Is the like button here right now? Is it right here? I think it's right here. Let's just hit that like button. It would be absolutely um, amazing. So I'm Mr. Clean. That's how people know me. My business is clean. My listings are clean. My head is clean. Squeaky clean, actually. If you just touch my head right now, it's like, ew, ew, ew. Like, that's, that's how clean it is, okay? So why am I bringing this up? Well, I think, I think it's very important for one to just talk about the importance of being an avatar. Um, really important when you're thinking about who you are um, as a brand. If you're a real estate agent, you want to brand yourself, right? So what I've done is I've, I've aligned myself with a cartoon because it's hilarious. It also shows that I don't take myself too seriously. In addition to that, it, all, it also makes me appear larger than life so that I'm somebody who is so big that they actually don't even have a picture of themselves. It's a cartoon of themselves or a cartoon of somebody that looks like them. Or it's a cartoon of a bald guy that I've morphed my entire body and piercings and jewelry towards. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. But, you know, I've been doing this kind of stuff for a long time. I've been playing on social media. I've been having a lot of fun over the course of pretty much the, the onset of social media. And I just want to talk about that, you know. Um, because vlogging, I think, is something that a lot of people talk about. You know, a lot, I, I have a vlog, I do vlogs. Um, and I think, you know, they play a really important part in social media. And I just kind of like wanted to, to talk about that. You know, I've been in the game doing this in real estate for 15 years. But before that, I was in college, like most people were. And what I want to talk about is me vlogging since vlogging was vlogging. Does that make sense? Niall's been vlogging since vlogging was vlogging. Maybe it makes sense, maybe it doesn't. But I will tell you this much. In 2007, that was my final year at Trinity College, okay? I played football there. And that last year, what I did, because, so in 2007, I lived, so I was going into my final semester um, at Trinity, and that was a fall semester because I tore my ACL, so I redshirted a year. I came back from my uh, fifth year, but it was only a half year. So in the summer, I lived in Brooklyn, okay? I trained as a boxer, and when I was there, I was getting pretty jacked and shredded. One of my best friends at the time, his name is Marshall. I was living in the house with him in Brooklyn before my senior year at Trinity. And he said, you need to do something crazy. You need to pump up your football team. I said, okay. He said, why don't you go to the end of our street, which was Lawton Street. You guys know Bushwick between Broadway in Bushwick Avenue in Bushwick, Brooklyn. He said, why don't you go to the end of the street? I'm going to videotape you, okay? 
and you're going to walk at me and then you're going to talk shit. And then we're going to take this video and we're going to post it on this new thing that came out called YouTube. So I said, all right, you know, I could do it. And I went to this, I went to the end of the street. I stood there and he said, go. And it was like the most organic and natural moment because I just started talking and somebody randomly was like, thought I was taking a picture and they're like, good pose, good pose. So I start out by saying, thank you very much. Right. So I'm just like, thank you very much. And then I just went into it sort of like I do these podcasts, which are just streams of consciousness where I kind of black out to be honest. And I just was walking down the street and my friend who was videotaping me was walking backwards and he just kept going like this. Cause I was walking so fast and I just didn't understand what it meant to be recorded at that level. And I was just walking fast. Then I talked shit and it was like pretty hilarious. I also incorporated in that video, all of the training montages that I've, that I had over the summer of like running laps or whatever. So the video was me talking shit and then video montages like Rocky of me like working out. And then at the end I do something crazy where, um, I don't, should I say it right now? Mikey, do I say it or do we just pop the clip out? Should we just pop the clip? Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you guys want to comment, you could do that, but I'm just going to tell you right now. Um, I shaved my head. So let's play the clip right now. Can we play the clip right now? Mikey, we're going to play the clip. All right. Let's, let's check that clip. much. It's a soldier. It's what's going on. Broadway. Where I've been living for the last little bit. A little bit about Brooklyn. There's a train right behind me. This how the fuck I roll, dog. You want to see crazy? You want to see the man of steel? You want to see motherfucking man of steel? Get motherfucking crazy? Keep playing! This how it's going to go down this motherfucking season. Fucking crazy. Ah. What motherfucking Okay, you just saw me shaving my head. I know. I was also talking shit. It's pretty hilarious. It's a three-minute video. I sent that clip and video to my team and my coach, and my coach called me up and was like, you got to take that down. Like, this is, is way too aggressive. I don't know what the hell you're thinking. And I was like, okay, no, no. I think I'm going to keep doing this. And my coach was like, well, then you're not going to play. And I was like, that's okay. This is hilarious, and I'm going to keep doing it. So I found out that, like, I, I, I had something like I could walk and talk and video. So when I sent that video out to all my friends who, who I was playing football with my teammates, they said, Niall, are you going to continue to do these types of things? Is this like video of yourself? I was like, I don't know. Why would I? And they're like, well, you should make another video. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? And they're like, well, you shaved your head the first time, just shave your head again or something. So in episode two of my 10-part vlog series to, to memorialize my entire football season, I went to a, a local barber, in, barber in, in Hartford, Connecticut, and I had a lightning bolt shaved into my head because I played linebacker, and they considered me to be lightning. And I was, an, I was the strong side backer. And then the weak side backer, the Mac backer, he was considered thunder because he was a big, bulky guy. So we were like thunder and lightning. If you look now and today at my logo, for example, the Lundgren team logo, you can see it right here. You see the Lundgren team logo there? It's actually the L and the T, and it's just like a lightning bolt. Pretty funny, huh? 
most people don't know that kind of stuff, but I am thinking deep about my long-term strategies. So I made a lightning bolt in that one. And then all of a sudden I realized as I was putting these videos on YouTube, I was also putting these videos out on Facebook. And at the time, Facebook was brand new, um, maybe a year, two years old. I had the .edu address. So I was one of the first people to ever have a Facebook account. So I, I was one of the youngest people to ever have a Facebook account. And what I did was I also put the videos on Facebook. After I put those videos on Facebook, there was this crazy thing back in the day. I don't know if you remember. It was called a Facebook poke. I used to put the Facebook poke and, and go and poke all the other team's quarterbacks. I was a menacing linebacker on one of the best defenses in the nation. We had won all these games, championships, yada, yada. And I was like putting these videos out like, I'm coming for you, buddy. And I was poking them. So what happened over the course of the next you know, a couple months in the football season is that, you know, most of the, the people that I was, um, you know, teammates with thought I was clinically insane. Uh, you know, Niall, you need to focus. We're going out to practice. You know, I'm walking out to practice. Yeah, we're doing this. We're going to practice. We're playing Colby this week. We're going to kick their butts, right? And the coaches were even like, hey, man, you know, do you know the game plan? Like, you're just, you're just like this, you're making these videos. You got to stop, you know? But I kept doing it. And then what I realized over time is that my teammates who thought I was crazy, they started to want to be in it. And then I started incorporating more and more people from uh, the football team. And it ended up turning into something that was pretty remarkable because not many people were creating video content in 2007. Okay, let's just start there. So every week I would make these videos, I would use iMovie and I would drop them. I realized that if I dropped them on Friday afternoon, right when the last practice so on Fridays, you think you would practice at like, I don't know, two o'clock, you play the game on a Saturday. So, you know, it was a quick one. It was like an hour and a half. You'd stretch, you'd do like the, the basics, you'd have a helmet on, no pads, and then you'd go and then you'd leave and then you'd go sit down to your, to your meetings. Okay. There'd be the offense, the offense would meet, and then the defense would meet. I was on the defense. Okay. And the defense would meet. And when the defensive meeting was over, the coach would leave and all the players would stay in the meeting room. And they're like, Hey, Niall, let's go watch the next video. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't let anybody see it until I released it. And then I'd release it. And then, the, you know, the, these players would get to see themselves for the first time on video. A lot of people didn't see that kind of stuff, you know, 15 years ago. So I was talking about 15 years ago. It's 2023. I mean, this was I mean, 16 years ago. It's a long time I've been doing this. And over time, I would drop them. And then I would release them on Facebook to the whole school. And I think like the fifth, sixth, seventh episode you know, I was pretty much cemented that I was the biggest celebrity on the campus. And all I did was just, I mean, you could say it was a vlog. I just documented what I was doing every week, the pains that I was going through, the, the certainty I had that we were going to win. And then, for example, if we didn't win, the pain that, that we went through and then how we picked ourselves back up from that adversity. And all that was very, very appealing to a lot of people. And I realized that there was something there. And, you know, I, I watched people like Gary Vee early on. I was, I was, I was, I, I didn't necessarily know too much, but I knew that I just had to put things on the internet and I consistently did that, did that in 2010. I was, um, I was at a bar in New York city during Santa con and get this, a fight breaks out right in front of me. And I have a, a little mini flip phone, not a phone, flip camera is what they called it at the time. And I just pulled it out and recorded it, okay? If you look back 
right now, if you go to my YouTube and you scroll back, you're on my YouTube, just scroll all the way down to the past videos. And you'll see one of the first videos I ever put on YouTube um, was in 2010. Uh, that video has 27 million views to this day. So I went viral pretty early too. So I realized what it meant to go viral. For example, I had commenting on, on my YouTube. Commenting was on. I had no idea what YouTube what commenting was on. What does that mean? What is, oh, commenting was on. Well, you know what that means? When I woke up, I had about uh, 10,000 emails. I was like, 10,000 emails? What the hell is this? Comments. And then I went on YouTube. I didn't post any captions, no hashtags. I just wrote drunk kid tests bouncer. That was the title. And then it went viral and I got all those comments and I still get views to this day. I ended up selling that video with non-exclusive rights to true TV. They called me and offered me 200 bucks. I said, you can go fuck yourself. Let me go talk to my attorney. I hung up. I didn't have an attorney. Um, I called him back and said, I just spoke to my attorney. We'll only do it for two grand. And they said, done. I was like, damn it. I should ask for 10. Anyway, <laughs> but that just goes to show you that people are going to try and give you a very low rate at the beginning. Um, and if you say you got to talk to your attorney and then call him back and triple it, may maybe they'll do it. You know, <laughs> anything's possible. little side note. Um, but you know, here's some clips and I just wanted to like show you some clips of, of who I am. Not only do, are we going to just show you a quick montage of a couple clips of, of me um, when I made that vlog in 2007, so you could see who I was, what I was saying. You see me now and you say, oh my God, this guy's just getting in a podcast booth and just talking. How the hell does that happen? Well, it, it happens uh, through consistent in, in effort over the course of many, many years. And this is today, 16 years post what I'm talking about. So the entire time that I got into real estate, I always videotape myself like I was making a vlog. Now, I was also, um, you know, not too well off and had a tough time when I first got to New York, you know, finding places to live or affording things. So the vlogs didn't necessarily get made, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I want to have this podcast because I could talk about what I did. I don't need to go and make a vlog for me in 2011. Like it's pretty much outdated, but I could talk about it now, 16 years later in this context and say, Hey, I've been vlogging for a long time. I know you see me now with my vlogs. I know you see me now with my podcasts. This isn't something that's overnight. And I'm just, I, I just really want you to understand that if you want to get to the level that I'm currently at, and I'm not saying it from a boastful situation. I'm saying it from you need to start now and you need to constantly apply yourself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just, Mikey, we're going to throw up a couple, couple quick clips right here of me, not only when I was uh, doing my vlog in 2007 as a young uh, student athlete playing football in Hartford, Connecticut at Trinity College. Um, I, I talk fast. I look a little crazy, but don't worry. Still me. I had a shaved head mohawk most of the time. My nickname, by the way, was <clears throat> Soldier and the, uh, the 10 uh, part DVD series. Because, by the way, I made <laughs> DVDs. So I put the whole vlog together and then I made a DVD of the vlog and then I sold it. That DVD was called The Soldier DVD. And we'll get to The Soldier in a minute, what that nickname is all about. But I just want to run some clips for you, real quick, um, about the, that vlog right now. That's what we do, baby. Walking out, linebackers, you know what I'm saying? Coming at you, number four or five. Uh, soldier here, about to run the CAC this year. 
Ain't nobody getting in our way. That new second pack of the day, holla at me, baby. Kobe has no idea what's about to happen. Uh. <laughs> I'm on you all day. Hey, don't fuck with me, aka, because I got the best pie, Yeah, that's how we doing it, baby. Straight up. Year 2007 is the year of the soldier. No one knows what the fuck's going down. Kobe Mule, I don't think you have any clue. Chris Bashaw, yeah, I'm calling that motherfucking name. Holler at the kid. Come try and run fucking ID. Whatever you want, dog. I used to run in my zone. Kids gonna have you. She's got you to pull you up, son. Louses, just a life of a goddamn bosses. With the top off like a poor girl with her ass as fat as Tracy Rouses. This is dope as a year. Dope as a motherfucking ass in tree. You'll see exactly what's gonna happen in the rain against Middlebury. Maybe I would have slowed down if I knew what I know now. Right now we saw some amazing, amazing clips. I mean, look, if you wouldn't do, if you wouldn't mind, can you please just write a couple comments right now? It would really mean a lot to me if you could put some comments down about what you saw from those vlogs. Now what we're going to do after that, take a minute. Okay, you can even start right now while I'm talking. But after that, we're going to show another clip of me talking to myself. Um, and describing what needed to be done when I got to Brooklyn and in order to be the best real estate agent in the world. Like I was talking about being the best in the world in 2008. And I said, I got to revamp. I got I to gotta strip myself down. I got to build myself back up. I got to lose my identity. I put a, my Facebook profile for a long time was a, an under construction sign because I went back and I worked on myself. And I put the hard work in and I documented and I documented and I documented. And now I'm fortunate to be sitting in this position from a place of, of success. And now I'm fortunate enough to be in a position to, to then share that with you. So here's a couple of clips of me when I was um, first in the business and uh, I was struggling hard. We got to re-strategize, re-game plan, see what we can do to, to make this work. I got to start making some fucking money. Let's, uh, let's get it done. About to take Brooklyn over. Step number one. Let's get it done. That's Brooklyn, baby. Walking around Brooklyn right now. Um, just had my Brooklyn client. Show them three places. They're all shit. Not very excited about that. Not sure. I got to go see show Gurov my... Um, my, uh, the Donna's exclusive on 35th and 3rd right now. I'm going to go grab some quick bites of pizza at Charleston, Charleston I believe. Um, let's see what happens from there. Never mind, I'm not going to cross. I'm going to get killed if I do. <laughs> um, so, just trying to get it done, man. Just fucking crazy shit's going on right now. Things are coming off the market ASAP. We got to re-strategize, re-game plan. See what we can do to, to make this work. I got to start making some fucking money. Let's, uh, let's get it done. Soldier, holla. 
Cool. So you saw that too, right? So not only do I have the vlog videos, but then I have the videos that I took early in my career. It wasn't until a couple of years ago. And I think one of the reasons why Ryan Serhant noticed me is because of my ability to vlog. So what I did um, when I was uh, at my last company, I was there for six years, um, I decided to do my own vlogs. And I thought, look, if I want to be the best, I should just mirror the best, right? And I always looked at Ryan Serhant, you know, I was like, okay, this is kind of like the mold you want to be like. And he was doing the videos and he was doing the vlogs. So I was like, let me just continue to do that. I've done them before. When I was in college, 2007, I did the vlogs. Okay, great. Fantastic. Well, what was it? 2018, maybe? It's time to do vlogs again. It took about, I don't know, 10 years for me to re-up on the vlog sitch, but don't worry, we're here. Okay. So I, I popped out the vlogs. I started doing them. The one thing about the vlogs is that it's very taxing when you got a GoPro like this and you're walking around the city. And then <laughs> it was like really difficult because not only do you have to download it, you have to put it into your, your Mac. You have to organize that data. You could lose that data, but then you have to edit that data. Not only do you have to edit that, then you have to do the audio. Then you have to make sure the audio is matched and you have to do the color grading that's all stuff that I've done myself. I'm, I'm a self, self-taught guy. I make my own websites, do my own videos, do all that kind of stuff. So I think one of the biggest reasons why I was just so fascinated when I got onto a Bravo reality TV show was because when the producer asked me, the producer said, hey, Niall, you know, how does it feel to be on a show? And I said, you know, this is probably the best feeling in the world. And he's like, why? He's like, because my arm has been so tired for so long. And my producer was like, what do you mean? He's like, I said, bro, I've been filming myself like this for the last 10, 15 years. You know how much of a blessing it is to have six cameras on me right now? <laughs> the guy was like, what? Because that's the truth. Like, I, I've been doing it, and I have these, and that's why I wanted to make this podcast, because I'm doing it, and I'm going to share the struggles and the actual words that I used back in the day that will show you that today, when you look at my vlogs, you know that these aren't just some random sets of occurrences that I just woke up one day and I'm just blessed and talented. I'm not as talented as you think. I just work hard. And I'm, I've made a commitment to myself that I will be the best and I will not stop. Ryan, you got some comp. Just joking. Um, but that's the goal, right? The goal is always to be the best. You know, the goal is to win the championship. The goal is to win. And real estate's a very tough business. but the beautiful thing is, is that you have the opportunity as a real estate agent to build your own brand. And vlogs, as Ryan's vlogs over the years, have given so many people around the world insight into what he's doing on a daily basis. I think that's one of the most important things that you could do to build a brand is to have a vlog. And I know it's tough. There's a lot of cameras here. Okay? There's a lot of audio equipment. It could be very scary. It costs money. Well, if you don't have money, well, spend your nights and weekends learning how to do it and then do it yourself. That's what I did. I didn't have money. Was that, was that an excuse? No, much less equipment too. I mean, I was doing it, you know, with nothing. I mean, I'm talking about my first, my first cameras were like these boxes and you have to click it and it would go and come out and go like this. And now it's just, you have your phone, you know, I had to carry a box in my pocket, you know, to football practice, which was a little awkward because everyone's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I was creating content. For YouTube, it's this new thing. They were going to poke all the quarterbacks. <laughs> totally crazy, but you know what? If I meet anybody who played against me in college, and I say, yeah, I'm the guy that, you know, made the videos and probably poked your quarterback. 
They know who I am. They're like, you're that guy. That's me. But you see what I did is I made myself known. I made myself recognizable. I wasn't somebody who was afraid. You know how many people made fun of me because I made a vlog? Probably everybody in the school made fun of me until, until they stopped. And then I was the biggest celebrity. And then everyone thought I was a complete joke at the football banquet when I was selling the DVDs because I made them into DVDs for $20 a pop. Why would I pay that? You're either going to pay it or you're not. And I made a ton of money by doing that. Blew it all on alcohol at the time. Got like a 30-pack or whatever and totally just got wasted. But, you know, that's what college kids do, right? <laughs> so a vlog is an underutilized niche in building your own personal brand. And it's something that, if you actually can get out of your head about and open up, I feel like it has tremendous potential to be excellent. My strategy right now with my vlog is to not post the vlog to Instagram. Now, I know it probably hurts in terms of views. I could definitely post my vlog to Instagram, but I don't. I want to keep it on YouTube for a specific reason. The reason why I want to keep it on YouTube is because I want to put clips on Instagram and then drive them to my YouTube channel. So I leverage one social media platform in the other. So I could put a clip of the vlog in my Instagram, but then the whole vlog in my YouTube. Now, look, I'm spending a lot of money on my vlogs and I could probably do a better job at getting more out there, um, especially on Instagram. But my, my goal right now is just to keep the vlog very specific and, and on YouTube and then use those clips so that I, I, I continuously build my YouTube following. If you look at my following chart right now, I mean, you're watching me on YouTube, right? I'm almost at 5,000 subscribers. You know, that's not for no reason. That's because I've been constantly applying myself. I've had viral videos, multiple viral videos. I once listed an apartment for $33 million, 32950 at 157. And I made a listing video. That was not a traditional one. I hired my own guy, did the whole thing. I acted in it. Um, and that I think has like 70,000. You could look, just look at my past videos, 70,000. It just says 33 million. <laughs> um, it's pretty incredible. But, you know, I've, I've had a lot of videos that have gotten um, a lot of different views. I can't think of all of them right now. But I think if you are active in the real estate business and you are someone who's keen on building your business, a vlog is something if you really put yourself out there and go for, will really help you stand out from the rest of the pack. Or for example, just on Instagram, doing Instagram stories. And like Instagram stories are great. And I love them, by the way. I'm not even on Instagram right now because I'm too zero dark 30. And when I'm zero dark 30, I'm building. <laughs> it's 2023. I'm already on 2024, by the way. So like this year is already a formality. I already know how much money I made. I just got to go through the motions, execute. I'm already on 2030, just like Ryan is. And if you think like that and you know you're going to be okay, everything will come to you. And I know I'm going to be okay. And I know I'm going to continue this podcast. And I know I'm going to help a lot of people by doing that. I'm also going to continue my vlog. And it's just going to help the people that actually care to listen to this podcast and say, what was he doing? Five years ago. What was the quality of his vlog? Most people say, oh, I can't do it because it's on my iPhone or the quality is not good. Quality doesn't matter. It's just quantity. Are you doing it or you're not doing it? Are you thinking about doing it and talking about it, but not doing it? That's the question. So I'm going to put the onus back on you as the person who's taking your time. This is precious time to watch this podcast and say, are you going to make a vlog? I don't care if you're in finance or not. I don't care if you're a normal human being or a farmer or not. If you want to do something, do it. 
And it could be a quick vlog. Hey, what's up? This is my first vlog. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. This is my day. And it's just a clip of me pouring some water, drinking the water, coffee, whatever, walking into my office, making a phone call, and then walking out of my office. Very simple. You could chop it up very simply on iMovie. And I challenge you to do that. What I'd love for you to do is if you actually do that, and I would feel like super flattered and um, I will call you, post it in the comment section below right now. If you can do that, and then I'll continuously monitor the comments. I'd love to watch it. I'd love to speak to you um, and continue to, to give you lots of words of encouragement because I know it's very scary. I've personally done it. I know what it means to put yourself out there. There's a lot of judgment, especially from people who see their own insecurities through you. Oh, well, if Niall's out there doing it, you know, uh, he's just got to fail because that's, you know, if he fails and, you know, I, I was right. I knew, I knew he couldn't make it in New York. <laughs> Other people's limited beliefs. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Not getting in here. So that's why the vlog is important because you need to see what I'm doing. You need to see how I'm doing it. And that's why this podcast is important because I'm going to talk about exactly how I got here and how I'm still doing it. Once again, you got to hit that like button. You got to hit the subscribe button. That notification bell is going to give you the best piece of advice that you could ever have for this podcast, which is just a notification that I'm actually dropping another video. So I really appreciate you. Hopefully you learned a lot about vlogging today. Um, and you know, uh, the comments are welcome. Um, I, I would probably do another episode on this as well, um, down the line. And hopefully I have some more comments from you guys that will help me, um, form a, uh, more detailed and specific podcast to help everybody out. So thank you so much. Have a great day on earth and, uh, we'll talk soon. I'm Niall Lundgren with Sir Hant, and this is the broker that never sleeps podcast. <laughs>